In the General Admission Wrestling Show podcast, this is Maxwell Jacob Feinstein, as if you didn't already know, and I'm better than you. Enjoy! Okay, before we get things started, I, I want... Okay, I'm Avenging Ben, he's Whole Milk Mike, whatever. Dude, yeah, what's up? I gotta I got ask you a fucking serious question. Yeah, what's up? I leave the I leave the broadcast last yes. week. I yes. leave a little early. I gotta go somewhere. Yes. I I listened to the down. I listened to the finished version the next morning. Yes. Mike, can you explain to me why you guys felt the need to include a interview with voice bits of Arnold Schwarzenegger? Who is your daddy, and what does he do? I, I don't know. I, ben, I lost it. My mind. Mm-hmm. Rob broke me, so I just... <laughs> oh, my God. Well, with that bit of silliness out of the way, hello, everybody. My name is Avenging Ben. Whole milk Mike. And he's Whole Milk Mike. And welcome again to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, where we, ah. cut, where we cut all the bullshit and get right to the nitty-gritty of the weird and wonderful world of pro wrestling, both professional and indie. And this week, we got a bit of a full palette tonight. We're going to be introducing a brand new segment with a very special guest. But before that, let's just run through a little bit of news. Talk about this is Ron me, Smackdown. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger is here, as always. <laughs> we want to do another interview? God no. He's gonna say, yes, 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 yes. Did you like it, Ben? It was funny. I'm just like I was questioning the logic behind it. Like I leave you fuckers alone for five seconds, and this is what you do. What do you want? Like because the day after we recorded, you sent us a message. Message. You'd be like, I leave you alone for five minutes. This is the shit you do. And I was like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But hey, there what? was there was other shit that we did that didn't get on the recording. So you're lucky. You're lucky. You're fucking lucky. All right. Well, once again, to get on a more serious note, did you hear about the UK Championship tournament that WWE just announced? I was at work during this, and when I first I first saw the belt, I thought I it was, was a joke. I, me too. I thought it was a fucking joke, and then I saw WWE.com. I was like, God damn it. I am in two minds about this because... Well, explain, explain to the people that, that just don't understand what it is. Okay, the UK Championship Tournament is basically going to be the Cruiserweight Classic, but for exclusively United Kingdom-based talent. Yeah, because WWE doesn't have them. Yeah, so they need... The, the only... <coughs> Neville. Neville. Jack Gallagher. <sighs> Yeah, you're still pissed that Neville isn't in the fucking cruiserweight division, aren't you? My prediction for 2017 is that him and Austin Aries will be the faces of the cruiserweight division. <laughs> We're playing like the British national anthem or something. Yeah, and I, me- I mentioned Austin Aries, and he ain't from, from there. <laughs> Unless he's faking it, who knows? But he's from he from Milwaukee. From fucking Milwaukee, Jesus Christ, where the red letter media guys are from. Jesus Christ. But yeah, we got the... But if you haven't seen the design for the belt, this is one of the positive things I'll say. The belt looks awesome. Better than the Universal title, I'll say that. Also, kind of a smart decision to release the design now, because if people hate it, they could. people will just get used to it. 
Yeah, and can you explain to people what the fuck it looks like? Uh, the the, the um, UK Championship basically has the basic shape of the typical WWE. Main, the main the main two titles, the Universal and the WWE Championship. But it has like a royal crest on it with lions. It's very good with lions and a with a so with a stallion. There's a crown on it. It says United Kingdom Championship. Regal looking. The hell was that? Well, as you can hear, One Night Stand 2006. Wow. Why are we playing clips from One Night Stand 2006? Because it was fucking great. Oh, yeah. It was like and, being in that. Oh, I got oh, 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 I get it. Same old well, shit. He's, refer, he's referring to the belt. Same old shit. Same old shit. No, now, it's like it's the basic shape, but the, at least the design in the center is actually a different design. It's not just the WWE logo, but with the Union Jack flag behind yeah. it. Now, you know they, that they would. You know they do that, right? It would just be the regular belt, but it would be like the W with like the Union Jack flag in the back. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, Australia. <laughs> Weird idea on paper, but they just announced, I believe uh, last night or earlier today, probably earlier today, the yeah, it was list... Like, it was like early this morning. Early this morning, so like... <laughs> two, I was 12, wait- like 12 o'clock in the afternoon. That's late for you, Jesus Christ. Well, I, but, I was at work at 9 o'clock, so that 12 is early for me. I was up at 8.30 to study for my fucking final exams. Yeah, give me all the fucking sympathy on the planet. That that was that was hell. Wah, wah, wah. Getting an education, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> getting an education, fuck you. We have so here are the <laughs> That's gonna be the name of the episode. I'm getting an education. <laughs> Get an education. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. So these are the names for the uh, UK Championship Tournament. If we don't recognize any of these names, we apologize. But we actually do know a few of them. We'll point them out if we know them. But if we're not uh, intimately familiar with these names, we apologize. But we're not and, up to date with and if it. I, yeah, and if I know them, I'll say yay or nay. All right. First of all, we got a Joseph Connors. Hell yay. Yes. Uh, we've been watching him on WCPW. He was the second, uh, now dethroned. He was beaten by uh, Drew Galloway, but he was, Joseph Connors was the second and currently longest reigning WCPW champion. Very talented guy. Uh, is, that real, is that really an accomplishment? That's no. more of an accomplishment than the Global Force Championship. Ooh. <laughs> Shots fired. Like, didn't Cody Rhodes just defend the WCPW Internet Championship at Pro Wrestling Magic? Uh, the belt wasn't on the line. Oh, it wasn't? I could have sworn it was. No. Because they have to approve it, and they didn't. Mm. But he, just, he, he just showed up with the belt. But, like, what does that say about, like, the Global Force Championship when, it, when the WCPW Internet Championship, a championship that has only had two champions, including Cody, is a much more valuable prize than the Global Force Championship? Well, Cody did show up with both belts, so <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's, he, he's being nice about it. Yeah, so moving on, we have Roy Johnson, Jordan Devlin, Tyson T-Bone. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Tyson T-Bone Tucker, I believe that's his name. Oh, my God. Redneck Joe, too. <laughs> Redneck Joe. We got eight. Oh, my God. We got H.C. Dyer, Tyler Bate, Wolfgang, Pete, the bruiserweight, Pete Wait, Dunn. wait, wait. I, I know Wolfgang. I know Wolfgang. He's from ICW. Is he good? Uh, he's kind of like a biker type gimmick. Like he, 
Think of like Undertaker, American Badass. Oh, that, okay. That, 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 that's what he is, but he doesn't have the height. He doesn't have the height, though. He's like an average height guy. All right. We got the bruiserweight, Pete Dunn. He's really good. That's a Strong Style Collective, right? Yep, Strong Style Collective. We got Trent Seven. Okay. Yeah, we got Chris Tyler, Dan Maloney, Jack Stars, James Drake, Sam Gradwell, Ringo Ryan, not Ringo Starr, Saxon Huxley, and Tiger. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Sex Riley? What? Is that what you just said? No, nobody said Sex Riley. I said Ringo Ryan, Saxon yeah. Huxley, oh, Sax, Tiger Ali. I, th- I thought you said sex. No, Saxon Huxley. Oh, my God. Now you're the one fucking up. <laughs> sex Boy Riley. <laughs> <laughs> sex Boy Riley, Jesus. So that's Rude Boy Riley when he's a heel? Oh, God. <laughs> sex Boy Riley? Oh, my God. Rude Boy, if you're listening to this, we just gave you a fucking gem. <laughs> Rude Boy, if we just lost any potential chance of ever getting Rude Boy Riley to do a drop for this show. <laughs> we did. We did. That just went down the crapper. So those are the names going into the UK Championship Tournament. Overall, are you excited for this? Do you think this is going to be an interesting tournament? I have to see, I have to see the debut first, but that wasn't the only yes! thing that was announced for this. Because we also got Nigel McGuinness. Announced as the announcer for this. I yes! heard that as well. You might know Nigel McGuinness has left uh, Ring, of, Ring Honor of Honor and has now become an announcer for this for this tournament. Which Correct. I admit, I'm going to miss seeing Nigel in Ring of Honor, but at least he's doing something kind of close to home for him at this tournament. Yeah. There's good news and bad news with this. Good news is that Nigel McGuinness is finally in WWE because he wanted because I think. He joined around when Daniel Bryan came in in 2011. But then the whole thing with... Um, yeah. The fuck does he have? Um, yeah. Ben, help me out here. He has a blood disease of some kind, right? Well, it was something like that that prevented him from wrestling, so that fucked up his chance. But mm-hmm. um, that's the good news. He's finally, he finally accomplished what he wanted to. He's in WWE. In the some be- form or another. Yeah, the bad news is... Oh, no. He, he's doing commentary with Michael Cole. Come on. Don't no! bullshit me. Yes. A fate stop worse. that! A fate no, I, I, I wish they could stop it, but it's going to happen. It's going to be Michael Cole and Nigel McGuinness calling UK no. action. Michael Don't Cole do that. Have, when Michael Cole doesn't have Vince McMahon in his earpiece, he's honestly a decent commentator. I like him a far sight more than I like fucking Byron Saxton or David yes. O'Tunga. But... I don't know why Maro now isn't in this position. He's the best. Yeah, especially with like with no. with uh, the UK stuff, with Japan stuff, with the Mexico stuff. He knows it. Yeah, he he he's very intimate with the with the style and like all the terminology. He that dude always knows the right term to bust out, and he's really good at it. Yeah, and it's lit. <laughs> it is lit. No, he does have a tendency to say that. No, he does have a tendency to say that. No, no. yeah. Jeez, no! Man, it's really lit out here. I'm like, oh, no! Shut up. <laughs> shut up. But yeah, that does it for the big news. The UK Championship Tournament is coming yeah. soon to the WWE Network. It's going to when's be, it coming? It's going to be on. on the WWE Network, uh, June, uh, July tonight. Okay, January 14th and 15th. Now I'm fucking up tonight. Oh, shit. Wait, oh shit! Is so wait, it's next month. Tonight. Next month, dude. That's fucking fast. When did tonight? They- 
Why would they do that this fast? I sh- they should have done it in June. <laughs> yeah, but give them something to do over the summer. But I don't know. Uh, typically, I, I honestly I think they do like they do things like this on the fly just to fill up the network with more time. I think they need something to like. They, they they're starting a brand new year of the WWE Network, so they need to entice new subscribers to jump on for the first month of 2017. Yeah. That'll be like that's, that's true. You get your first month free, and you can watch the UK Championship Tournament. Yeah, and you know what? Since the WWE now have Steve Carino and Nigel McGuinness under contracts, this is what I would do with them because there's two announcers that need to fuck off: Byron Saxton, yep, and David Otunga, yep. I would put Steve Carino on Raw, and I would put Nigel on SmackDown. Yeah. For for now. Because you know what? Those two fuckers don't do anything on the shows. They don't they talk. Do nothing. And even when they do talk, they add nothing. I once saw a tweet that described uh, Byron Saxton doing commentary as a man drowning above water. Which is... Shout-outs to that guy who made that tweet. Yeah, so that's insanely <laughs> accurate. But that does it for the UK Championship Tournament. So now let's from something we do care about to something we do not care about. Let's talk about our predictions for WWE Roadblock. End of the line. The, the end of the line is – this better be the end of the line. Jesus Christ. Can you explain – like every time I've ever brought up Roadblock to you, it just makes you really angry. Like what, did you really hate that last Roadblock show? It's not even the show. It's just that the name is just so lazy. Roadblock. It's, like, it's like, what the fuck? It's like, night. The end is nigh. King Runaway, the end is nigh. So we do have, honestly, to be fair, the show does have a pretty decent card. But let's go through it top to bottom. Uh, actually, bottom to top to add a little momentum to it. Yeah. Let's go through it. So Kickoff. Is there a kickoff? There is a kickoff match. I believe it does indicate a pre-show match, and it is going to be Big Cass versus Rusev defending no, the no, no, honor no, of his no, friend no, no. Uh, Enzo, who was more than willing, nay we forget, to uh, have sex with a married woman. So oh, wait, no. wait, a minute, wait, a, wait a minute, wait a minute. The one match that I fucking care about on this show is in the kickoff? Yeah. I'm sorry. This is the one match you care about? This is out of all the matches that are on this show, this story is the one I was invested in the most. Why would I lie to you? Because yeah. it because it was so fucking simple. Why? En- Enzo tried a fucking married woman. Rusev defended his woman. Big Cass got mad. So now they're gonna brawl. Kickoff. Kickoff show. Book who you got? I, I say Rusev. Rusev needs a win. He's been he's been losing. He lost the feud with Roman, and you know what? He there's still potential for him for a, a gigantic monster in him. So I'll say. What's Rusev, wrong with that? And Big Cass, I, could, Big Cass could look strong in this because he really doesn't need a win. Yeah, no. I'm gonna go with Rusev too. No, I mean for I fuck's guess. sake, Big Cass's buddy tried to fuck Lana on national television. Yes! Can I ask a question: In the world of WWE, were Enzo and uh, Lana just aware that there were two cameramen involved at that. We, we don't acknowledge that, Ben. 
<laughs> we don't break the fourth. Don't break the fourth wall. I mean, for God's sakes, we even showed. Remember last week's joke: the Bulgarian pickle. I don't know. Tied the Bulgarian pickle. Jesus. The Italian pickle. The Bulgarian pickle. The terrific Chinese pickle. The terrific pickle. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the terrific pickle. Yes. Terrific. God damn it. The terrific pickle. Okay, so terrific. that's the kickoff. So what else is on this show? Uh, the New Day, which are who are now, as of this recording, the longest reigning WWE World Tag Team Champions. And fuck you, three people. They have usurped Demolition and their record. They are now the longest reigning champs, and they will be defending their titles against Cesaro, Cesaro, and Sheamus. Honestly... Wait, 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 what? They won, uh, they won a number one contenders match, a tribute to the troops. Holy shit, something that happened at tribute to the troops is actually happening for a story? Yeah, they won a number one contenders match, and now they're facing them for the belts. I'm afraid to ask, who are the schmucks that they beat? No. Uh, they beat, uh, they were in a fatal four-way tag team match against, uh, the Gullet Blub, <laughs> the Bullet Club, uh, the fucking shining shit, the fucking shining stars, and what else were against? Oh wait, wait! I just thought of a Golden Truth. Probably Golden Truth. Oh my god! If we got it wrong, I apologize. But yeah, they won it. Honestly, now that they've broken the record, I honest to god think that either. One of two things is because we're getting closer and closer to WrestleMania as the days go on. One of two things is going to happen, in my opinion. One, Sheamus and Cesaro shock the world and they win the belts. That's high, that's very likely. Or New Day hold the belts and they go into a big feud with Enzo and Cass leading up to WrestleMania. That's the big main event, the big tag team culmination for uh, – for uh, end zone casting, but they debuted a little bit after WrestleMania. They debuted at payback were before payback. Then like New Day's been champ since WrestleMania. It would only make one sense that though we're nearing the one year anniversary of our time on the main roster. It only makes sense we get a one uh, two on two match for the championships. And uh, we're I'm the certified G, and he's seven foot tall. And your championship reign is over. I kind I like that idea, but you know what? I personally, I wouldn't put the tag titles on Enzo and Cass. That's me personally. What I would do is I would have Cass win like a singles title at the U.S. Why? title before Enzo would. Why? Because that's it's my opinion. I'm allowed to have an opinion. Why? But this match in general, who do you think is going to win, the New Day or Cesaro and Sheamus? Because for me personally, I am going to go with Cesaro and Sheamus. I'm going to say the New Day retain, and then the next night on Raw, they lose them to the debuting Revival. Ooh, that's interesting. We'll certainly we'll put a pin in that. Hopefully, hopefully the Revival show up at the main roster. I don't even care which show at this point. Personally, they would be better on SmackDown with all the, those scrub teams there, but... No, Think about no, someone no, put no, up no, the no. somebody put up this amazing me- whoever made this meme I want to hug them because they summed up just how utterly broken the whole SmackDown tag team division is. Uh, they said American Alpha underutilized, Brizzo yeah. pointless. Uh, they said like hype rose just no like yeah. Rod villains ruined the uh, Revo- Ascension ruined. They said fucking something else. Well, who's the other fucking team on SmackDown? 
no, 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 no. Usos, boring as hell. The, the basically the when I hate them, but when the when when of the few tag teams that's showing genuine charisma are the fucking hype bros. You have there's, there's a problem. There's, there's a, a fucking problem. problem. And He's, the fact that they're getting more over theoretically the more than American, American Alpha. Goddamn Alpha, who has put on several five, four to five star tag team matches this year alone. By the way, the person that made that meme and put the Ascension ruined, you were fucking generous as all hell. Yeah, that implies they were good to begin with. I mean, for God's sakes, they still in NXT, the longest rating tag team champions. That doesn't mean shit. Yeah, that doesn't mean shit. Jesus Christ. But were they were they ever entertaining? It's been a while. I wasn't around for like their long ass title reign on NXT. Were they actually ever entertaining? This was legitimate the reason they were over in NXT. Because when the music hit and they would make the entrance, the crowd would just go, Yah! 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 Because that was like, er, like, that was what Connor used to say. Like, every time he would go for like a move, he would be like, he'd be screaming, Yah! And the crowd would be, fucking Florida people are so easily manipulated. <laughs> oh my god, the fucking false out crowd. We're getting off track. Point yeah. at, we went off on a, such a serious fucking tangent. Let's just get on to the rest of the card. That, that, that was serious? <laughs> That's nasty. That is nasty. Moving on, Braun Strowman versus Sami Zayn in a match with a 10-minute time limit. That's actually the stipulation that's a 10-minute time limit. Okay, is that the only stipulation at this point? Yes, it is. There's nothing like if Sammy loses, he goes to SmackDown. On October 7th. There, there is no... There is wait, no, wait, wait, October 7th, what? 10, 10, 10, 10. Are we doing the fucking Ty Dillinger thing? 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. 10. 10. Whatever. Okay, moving on. Our TJ so, is a little too happy. So Braun versus Sammy, ten minute time limit. Uh, uh I honestly, to God, honestly, I'm gonna go with Sammy Zayn here. I honestly think that this storyline no. would make zero sense if he lost. I'm gonna say Sammy wins, but and I'm also gonna say that he's gonna beat him like at nine fifty nine, right before the yes. Or, like, the clock dings just as, like, he hits the Haluva kick, something like that. Yeah. And so like, both, of, both of us say Zammy either by Sammy either by legitimately winning or via shenanigans. Wait, wait, wait. Say it again. Wait, what'd you call him by? Zammy or Sammy? Say it again. I said Sammy Zayn. I said Zammy Zayn. Say it again. No, you didn't. I heard you before. <laughs> say it Zay- again. I said Zammy by mistake. Say it again. Yeah, you, you, you combined the names. Say it again. Okay, we get Zammy it. We get it. We get it. I fucked up. I fucked up. So wait, no deal. Wait, how 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 much time do you think is, this match is gonna go? Since it's ten minutes, nine minutes. It's gonna go the full ten minutes, and then time limit is gonna play into it somehow. Yeah, and you think Sammy's gonna throw a fit if he loses? Uh, probably. Like like a, like say Bret Hart from Montreal, ninety seven. Oh, something that. like that. And then he imagine he fucking. <laughs> He got his finger and spelled out SmackDown Live and be like, we get it. We get it. You don't have to spell the whole name. Like oh, S-M-A-C-K-D-O-W-N-L-I-V-E. God. So let's just do the rest of these at rapid fire. Uh, we have the triple threat match for the Cruiserweight yeah. Championship. We got Rich Swan, TJ Perkins, the Brian Kendrick. Me personally, I'm going to go with with Rich Swan because he's the most over Cruiserweight. You got Rich Swan too? Yeah, I got Rich Swan. It's 
and if you if I, I hope they don't put the belt back to Perkins because that would be like death. <laughs> he dabs. That's his whole fucking character. He dabs. Yeah, and it's for illegal substance. Yep. Moving on, we have the 30-minute Iron Man match for the feud that will not end. Sasha Banks versus Charlotte. Oh, yeah, Charlotte. this match is happening. <laughs> oh, God, I forgot this match was happening. The, oh, God, no, we're not calling it the Iron Maiden match. It's Can we please, 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 it's Fine, the Iron Maiden Iron... match, 30-minute yes, Iron Maiden yes! match. WWE Raw Women's Championship. It's a pay-per-view, so logic dictates that Charlotte is going to win the fucking belt back. <laughs> God damn it. You know what? If they tell the story right, hopefully commentary does that. I'm going to say Sasha, but... Yeah. But here's what WWE is going to do. By the one-minute yeah. mark, they're going to have Ric Flair bring his old ass out there and distract Sasha, and Charlotte's going to win. Mm, That's WWE's that. logic to it. Ric Flair, like he must have gotten lost trying to find the airport bar. By the way, how how much build was this match even for? It was like one week, and then that was it. They didn't even show up on this week's Raw. Were they even on this week's Raw? I forget. No, they didn't. They showed a. Woo. They just they, they they just showed a package, like, <laughs> a video package. Whose package did they show? Ric Flair's. Space Mountain people. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Space Mountain. Woo! Space Mountain. Shut up, fat boy. Let's be realistic for a minute. <laughs> yeah, let's get realistic for a minute. So up next we have Jericho and Seth Rollins. Who you got? Oh, my God. I just went... It's like the more you say the matches, it's like, oh, yeah. That's how. This is, ha this is as, as far as the women's match goes, I think Sasha's going to win because they got to break that pattern of them giving the title back, ping-ponging the championship back and forth. Wait, and they got to end, end the feud. Good God, yeah. end the feud. Ben, let me ask you this. It, just say yes or no. Are Sasha and Charlotte made eventing the show? No. I say no as well. I, 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 they're probably gonna, but that's not the right thing to do at this moment. With one week build, no. You don't no. do that. All right, we have Jericho, Seth Rollins. I think Seth Rollins. <sighs> Rollins. All right. We Jer have Jericho's too over. To, he, he, does, he doesn't need a win. He He's doesn't. So we have now the main event, and dear God, if they go... Now, I do remember this match being happening. I if do they go the direction, I think they're going to go with this match. Roman Reigns is winning the fucking belt. Oh, Roman Reigns, the guy with the wettest hair. You saw... I, <laughs> on Facebook, I tagged you. Did you like that video? Loved that so much. Roman Roman Reigns, the guy with the biggest pants. Reigns, the guy with the red pants. Oh my god. No, it's not my turn. Fuck you. I am not singing. I am not singing. Jesus Christ. My, okay. Let's each give a reason as to who's going to win. My reason for Roman winning is that Kevin Owens hasn't done shit since he won the Universal title. Always, he's yeah. had one he's feud. Had he's had good matches, but he hasn't done anything particularly flooring. The biggest yeah. moment he had was winning the belt. Yeah, and that was because of triple fucking H. And where is he? I'm still waiting else? for him. 
I'm still pointing out the fucking plot hole that Stephanie claims she has no clue why Hunter did it, even though they live in the same fucking house and use the same fucking bathroom together. What? I'm going to be like, where the fuck is Triple H? Where is he? He shows up Sunday and fucking pedigrees Rollins. Just, well, he's gotta, well, Triple H has got to maintain his undefeated streak. He's undefeated at roadblocks. Okay, I am giving you a middle finger. You can't see it, though, but it's up. The middle finger is up. Come on, in the long lineage of roadblocks, he's undefeated. Now you get two. You want to go for three? How's that even physically possible? My dick will go up. <laughs> oh Two, my god, three, a fucking dead. Three, three, Let's just see, three, my, my three. reasoning for Roman Reigns winning the belt, if you oh, don't... So, oh, oh, so you are saying Roman's winning. Oh, I definitely think Roman Reigns is going to win the belt because it's the stupidest decision they can possibly do. And they are stupid enough to do it. Here's the thing. Can I, if I asked you who United States champion right, was right now, would you automatically say Roman Reigns? Um... You'd have to think about it for a second, Just, right? For someone like me that's watched the pro- that's watching the product every week, I would say yes. But if like you get like a random person that was watching wrestling like a month ago and didn't watch it this much, you'd be like, Roman's still the US champion. He is doing that belt. These two have something in common. They're not doing their championships any fucking favors. When the United States Championship was is on Roman's shoulder. <laughs> It legit looks like Roman Reigns is holding a toy because he doesn't really seem to give a shit about yeah. it. Because if he, gave way- a shit, if he gave a shit about that championship, this match would be you title for title. Roman has nothing to lose in this Ooh, match. Oh, that is true. This is like the weird in- indication to be like, wait, why aren't both titles on the line? Why is it just the one? Like- That's the scary thing because the title's so not that- <laughs> Because if Roman loses, it doesn't mean anything. He still has a title. Yeah. But, <laughs> but if he lost the U.S. title, then maybe the U.S. title goes away? Do you think maybe... it's time to get rid of the U.S. title? Uh, I don't know. Like, How many belts are on Rome right now? Five? Uh, let's count them up. We got the Universal Championship. We got the Cruiserweight Championship. We got the Women's Championship. We got the Tag Team Championship. And with the, with the United States Championship, that makes five. Yeah, so SmackDown has four. So that's why I'm thinking the UK champion will go over to SmackDown. Oh my god. I just got a headache thinking about that. And they're gonna do another show on Wednesdays exclusively for the British talent. What are they gonna call that show? 305? <laughs> 305 Live, Govna. Oh, I have face palming right now. More but, fucking OJ, oh joy, more fucking wrestling. I have to watch every fucking week. God, too many shows, too much shit. I get. I seriously hope they pull back on this in 2017. That they pull the plug on this two pay per views a month bullshit because it's they have to. It's getting honest, really, honest to god they have to. Because it's getting really ridiculous. I skipped most of fucking TLC. I skipped most of it because, A, I was busy. I had to study for finals and shit. And, C, I didn't give a shit about the show because I, I watched it after the fact and the matches were fine. But yeah. I didn't. I, amazingly, I skipped one SmackDown pay-per-view and, like, two championships changed hands, which was insane. Yeah, and Ben, the DJ, and even Ray Ramundo know because I told them that 
I am person. I personally skipped TLC, and I am personally skipping this one because I just can't take it. It's too much. We're definitely the, ne- be watching- the, ne- the next pay per view I'm watching live is the Rumble because I've been watching even when this was amazing because I actually I've never made this clear on the air before, but I gave up on watching wrestling for a solid year, like from late from early 2009 at least till the end of to the beginning of 2010, and the only reason I came back was. I had never missed a Royal Rumble before, and I was like, I have to catch up with wrestling so I can watch the fucking Royal Rumble. So wait, when did you stop watching? What was going on when you Uh, stopped? It was like I left around the time. I I missed the whole Nexus feud. Let me put it that way. I missed the (laughs) Nexus. Good boy. Good boy. I missed the Nexus. Perfect. Glorious. Yeah, or I don't know what the fuck I missed. I missed like I definitely missed Sheamus as WWE champion. That's for sure. Well, you're right. That if no! you're saying you, if you if if you're saying you stopped watching around 2009, then around that time the Nexus was a thing. Sheamus was a thing. Um, like honestly, I think I might have come back for the Royal Rumble, stayed for WrestleMania, then stopped watching again. Again, 2009. So, 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 so that means you missed uh, Batista's um, heel run. Mo, yeah, honestly, yeah, most, yeah, I missed Batista's heel run, which was the length of a fart. <laughs> oh my god, we got to get that on a T-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> that might be our first T-shirt. Length of a fart. Hey, uh, comment on when we post up the the link for the podcast uh, for this episode. Uh, vote down below in the comments whether or not that should be our first T-shirt. Watch like two people respond. They're like, I would buy, a, I would buy the T-shirt. <laughs> that shit's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're doing that before the gender my balls T-shirt. Who gives a fuck about gender my balls? WWE seems to they 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 brought them back <laughs> for a cheap price, along with Kurt Hawkins and fucking Rhino, and now Tajiri. Fucking Tajiri! Oh, he's back. They announced him on two hundred five. He's coming. He's he's gonna start working for them in January. Oh, awesome! I love Tajiri. He, he's finishing up his uh, stuff in uh, Japan. Oh, fantastic! I, he was great. He was great. He was great in the classic. Yeah, and he looks good for his age. So. Yep. So that does it for the, as you so lovingly called it, cock Roman Reigns is walking out with the championship. I fucked up. <laughs> Roman. Say please and thank you to Kurt Hawkins. Fuck no, off. we will never do that. Never. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. ever. Don't vroom, make vroom, me vroom. get my shovel. Kurt Hawkins. No fucking Kurt Hawk. Where's he been the past few weeks? Pre shows. Hi, I'm Kurt Hawkins, and I haven't been appearing on SmackDown the past few weeks because I fucking suck. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so that's My name is Brian Myers, and I came back for a fucking hundred grand. <laughs> <laughs> so I could buy my so I could buy my wrestling school another fucking set of ropes. So I could buy Grim a new ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, she was more over on Grim's toy show. So that does it for the so that does it for uh, the our uh, roadblock, our cock block, our road cock predictions, whatever the hell you want to call it. So let's quickly get through Raw and SmackDown, the biggest moment. We have two moments for each show. Let's quickly talk about before you say uh, before we say our thoughts on these two specific things. Who do you think won the week as far as content wise? Was it Raw? Uh, NXT. 
Yeah, or 205 Live, 205 Live, because it has Jack Gallagher, and he's my dude. <laughs> Which one did you like more, Raw or SmackDown? I fucking liked NXT this week. <laughs> I didn't think NXT was good. Yeah. Or... More re- more acceptable this week. I will say though, I d- I had to skip Raw because again, like I keep saying, I had to study for fucking final exams. Tribute to the troops one. That is true. They yeah, won. like the one thing I completely regret missing was the spot of a lifetime where Jack Gallagher comes out and announces his intention to interfere in a match. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to be perfectly the- honest, I fell asleep after that. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I fucking passed out. But that was Jack Gallagher. Hats off to you, sir, to the extraordinary gentleman, because that was an amazing spot. He's like, I am announcing my intentions to interfere in this match, and Mr. Davari, you are going to receive a good thrashing. I'm oh. surprised that Davari hasn't gotten any heat yet because of what like, his gimmick is. He's not really. They're not doing the. Who the hell was that? Who is the guy who was? Do, they were booking as a terrorist. Muhammad Hassan. They were not doing the Muhammad Hassan thing. They didn't give him the fucking Davari theme that's going. You remember that bullshit? Or or the theme that they gave Davari when he was in TNA with planes crashing into a building. Oh God, that was. You want to talk offense? You want to talk offensive bullshit in wrestling? Vince Russo. Vince Russo, you gotta talk Katie Vick, you gotta talk uh, May Young giving birth to a fucking hand, you gotta talk about a woman lo- miscarrying her baby on live TV, you gotta talk about fucking Sheik Abdul Bashir's fucking entrance theme on fucking. If you've never heard this, this is how it starts. <laughs> Yeah. Say whatever you want about fucking. The fucking uh, nerve of them to put a beat. A fucking beat after that shit. Uh, this is more reasons and why TNA in late 2010, late in the two, late 2000s, early 2010 sucked. You wonder why they. No, you, one, no wonder why they had to cut that so fucking fast. Jesus Christ. Talk about a push the length of a fucking fart. Oh my god! Did, by on. the way, by the way, if you were talking about since we were talking about Jack Gallagher, did you see a spot at tribute to the troops? Oh my god! And another amazing spot where he everybody's doing insane uh, yeah, top so, rope suicidas yes. and like suicide dives out of the ring, and he revs up to jump over the top, and then just politely jumps out of the ring, and then he's like, "Yeah, I jumped out! I jumped out of the ring, good chaps!" And I'm like, "Oh, oh I love you so much! You are you you are just what this division needs." Do you think he's going to get over? Do you think he's going to get the belt? Uh, the, to both those questions, is he going to get over? Oh, absolutely. He's already getting over. Is he going to get the yeah. belt at some point? I definitely think booking him against Rich Swan would be really interesting because they're like the polar opposite of each other. Yeah, because right now his main feud is with Davari, and that's all right for now, I guess. But It's a decent feud. I'm just like, I'm glad they're giving each cruiserweight. The one thing I say what you want about the cruiser division this month, but like, the, ever since 205 Live, they've made a good effort to give each of them individual personas and feuds. Like they have. And stories. They're giving them stories. Which is basically what we wanted them to have when we talked about why the division was failing on Raw. Like, honestly, you have Rich Swan, who is 3 0, well, now 4 0 against Kendrick. Perkins is trying to get the belt back. You have Gallagher making an ass out of Davari. 
You have Cedric Alexander in a love relationship with Alicia Fox. You have Noam Dar, who's being a cheeky little bastard. You have Tony Nese and Drew Gulak being the bullies. You have uh, Grand Metal. You have uh, actually, where the fuck is Grand Metalik been? He showed up once, then never again. By the way, where's Sin Cara? <laughs> Mr. Fuck Off. <laughs> Mr. Fuck Off, Sin Cara. Sin Cara bit my finger. <laughs> I think that was like the most question that we got when that episode came out. We're like, why did you name your episode Sin Cara bit my finger? Like, read the story. You'll find out why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, read the news story. And, and, and they're like, I can't read. Are you say? Are you assuming that the people who listen to our show are illiterate? No, one person said that to me, and I started laughing my ass off. <laughs> Shout out to that person. So let's talk about the two big things that happened on Raw this week. We have the New Day crushing Demolition's record. Uh, I, have, see, I see what you did there. I see what you did. Uh-huh. We have because, New Day. Because there was a third member of Demolition called Crush. <laughs> <laughs> Would you believe me if I told you that was an accidental pun? I believe so, because you, you don't even know who Rick Martell is, so. I'm 19 years old. Of course I don't know who fucking Rick Martell is. Shout out to Jim Russell. Thank you, Jim. Come on back. We'll have you back next time we talk about UFC. Yeah, shout out to Jim Russell. But again, much like Jim Russell says, there's a lot to talk about. New Day has become the longest reigning WWE Tag Team Champions. On Raw. On Raw. Nigger! Dude. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, so, New Day. New Day. Dude, out of all the times to play that sound effect, it ain't when you're talking about the goddamn New Day. All right. Watch, watch these guys' messages be like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. It does bring up an interesting point, that I know, of all things. That How does, does that bring up an interesting point? It actually kind of does, because we're talking about New Day winning the belts, but did you see that big post that apparently got a little bit of controversy? I heard about it, but what the fuck happened? Yeah, if you don't know, them, Sasha Banks, and Rich Swan posted this really awesome, like, tastefully done black and white photo with all the championships in color. It looked really nice, and it showed, it symbolized black pride. It symbolized black pride, and showed that they are now, most of the champions on Raw with the exception of Kevin Owens, who actually isn't even American, really, uh, he, they are now all Af- are now African Americans, which is honestly pretty amazing. I Roman, never fu- Roman Reigns. So, Af- Roman Reigns is an African American. Well, he's not. He's dark. He's tan. Good in the hood. Just hold it down. Try to take it I don't off, care man. how much melanin has in his no, no, skin, no. but oh. I don't care how much melanin that dude has in his in his skin, but he ain't fucking African American. But regardless. This is a pretty amazing time to be a fan of uh, WWE because this wouldn't have happened. Like, if you, you did, this wouldn't have happened a few years ago. You agree, right? Honestly, this hasn't happened in, in years. Honestly, the, like, the only time there was like, there was one African American champion for like one year, and like, every, the, like, they would switch. It was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Keep it up. I'm a nigga. Dude. And, that, and, that, and that was Vince McMahon, everybody. Oh, actually, yeah, that was Vince McMahon. So if you want to see how far we've come, if you want to see how far we've come in terms of uh, representation in pro wrestling in the past few years, we've gone from Vince McMahon trying to be a, a quirky wigger on TV to legitimately having talented, amazing, and charismatic people holding these championships, which I think they hashtagged it Black Excellence, which that 
it's, a, it's a, we're in a paradigm right now of good talent holding these championships. And what's amazing yeah. is their defining characteristics are not that they're black. Isn't that refreshing? They're, they're great wrestlers. They're great. And they're, ca- and they're, they're charismatic. Great, they're charismatic. And they just so happen to be African-American. You have Biggie Langston, Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, who are three of the best performers, talkers, what have you on the planet. You got Sasha Banks, one of the best women's, despite all the times we might may poke fun at her a little bit on the show. Sasha Banks, is still, Sasha Banks is still one of the best talents on the roster. You got Rich Swan, who is far and away the most charismatic cruiserweight, and that dude can fucking go. Seriously, it's a great time for these guys, and trust me, it's, it's a wonderful time for um, equality in wrestling right now. So that's... Yeah. So I'm, I'm just ha- this would never have happened a few years ago because think about it who were there wasn't a lot of talent like that in WWE maybe MVP maybe Shelton Benjamin the, other than that not really Kofi Kingston when he was doing the singles run Booker T Booker Mark T Henry. yeah like all of them but yeah but like Booker T was he but again he was a rare minority and even then they made an angle he had with Triple H. About come, on, D- come on, DJ, keep throwing some names out. Keep throwing some names out. Like, they- oh, God. Again, you want to talk about how far WWE and wrestling has come? We're no longer having Booker that's T. That's WCW, Ben. Well, that's WCW. You want to talk about how far pro wrestling has come as a whole? Well, they're no longer saying the N word live on well, television. Ben, to be fair, that was Booker T's fault. He was yeah. in the moment. He said that word. It just. It just- he just went out. for it. Oh my god! What um, African American champions, Jazz, Jazz was the women's champion back in the day. Yeah, but like again, like but we've never had this many African American champions at the same time before. Yeah. So, and you were saying the controversy. What was the controversy about? Uh, some people were like looking at it as them like, like they were saying black excellence, like they were shoving aside everybody else, like they were saying weird, what, what makes the show, something like that. Again, it was just mainly racist people that were kind of going at it with them. Yeah. And, and, then like, I, and I think Kofi had to explain himself, which is like, what? They had to explain. But I'm just like, again, when you see, when you see controversy around a movement about black pride, I don't want to get too political here, but it's usually the racists and the idiots and the redneck Joes that start this thing. I love black people. You're you're redneck Joe? No, I, no, I'm just I'm just making a statement. I love black people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just in case you were wondering. I'm off the show. Bye. You're off the Christmas episode. Oh, I'm my just God. saying. Yeah, yeah, but the point is, it's usually those kind of people that start this thing. But we are not a political show. We are a wrestling show. So yeah. Do you think Apollo Cruz is next? Apollo Cruz. Ooh, that's. That's a tough one because he is an extraordinary talent, but goddamn that dude has no charisma. <laughs> he is a wet fart on television. Even, even if they repackage him as something different? Yeah, it wouldn't work. Really? Because I'm just like, he's absurdly talented. The dude is one of the best workers ever. Dude can take Baron Corbin to an amazing match. And I'm not putting down Baron Corbin. He's great, but... Yeah, the dude can take anybody to a great match. Took Tyler Breeze to a great match. Took uh, Finn Balor to an amazing match. But I'm um, God damn it, he all he does is smile. That's his character. He smiles a lot, and he's just so darn happy to be there. <laughs> My 
My name is Paolo Cruz. I show up on Tuesday. I work. I lose. I smile. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. I work. I lose. I smile. I work. I lose. I smile. Lather, rinse, fucking repeat. And oh I like him. I like him. I do. But God damn it. They got to give him more dimension as a character. But yeah, that pretty much. But again, sidebar. Congrat! As far as him winning a championship, he would look good with the United States Championship, considering his gimmick is based on Apollo Creed. That would be great. <sighs> but like at this point, I'm, su- I'm surprised they haven't put him in the uh, American colors yet. And who? Remember Apollo Creed? He used to wear. Um, oh yeah, Amer- the, American colors trunks. The American trunks, yeah, yeah. Like I'm. No, they I'm are surprised they haven't done that yet. They saved that for Titus O'Neil. Don't you remember? The worst person to do that with. Yeah. <laughs> Titus O'Neil. Today we remember the uh, – what was the, the match he had with Mark Henry? What was that called again? We've been used the tussle in Texas. <laughs> the tussle in Texas. And it lasted a length of a fucking foot. <laughs> oh, my God. That is – Longhorns. Longhorns. Jesus Christ. But, yeah – Congratulations to the New Day, and after defending their belts in two amazing triple threat tag team matches, how good how good were these matches? Well, when Raw first started, and you hear the New Day do their spiel, I was thinking, great, no promo, fucking fantastic. We opened with the triple threat. It was a great match, and I was thinking, there's no way they're just letting them break the record. There's no way they're just letting them get scot-free for two hours. So then they do the celebration in the back, and Xavier gets too excited. He opens up a bottle of champagne, and he accidentally sprays Stephanie. At that moment, I thought we were gonna, I thought I was gonna get. <laughs> I in that moment, I thought he was gonna, she was gonna line all three of them up and smack him at once. Yep. Honest, honest like three, like. All across the face at once, like Three Stooges style. I was about to say, like, she, like we were going to have a reenactment of the street, Three Stooges. But um, Kevin Owens shows up. I'm like thinking, wait, are they going to do what I think they're going to do? And, <laughs> I, and, <laughs> and they announced that Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho were faced a new day. Now, like I said before, I fell asleep during the <laughs> So I don't know how the hell Roman and Seth got in there. Do you know? How did uh, they get in there? They just, they just added them. If our if our DJ could please explain and what? our good friend that's also what, with honestly, us. You should go back and watch it because this was... No, I did. A- I did watch the match. It was a great match. New Day wins. Yeah, it was kind of amazing. Yeah. Amazing matches all across the board. And once again, congratulations to the New Day. Even though they won by dubious means, they won like Biggie Langston was holding somebody's leg when they were trying to get into the ring. They're, they're back to how they were, kind of tweening between face and heel. Yeah, and Ben, did you think that Demolition was going to actually show up on Raw? Oh, no, 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 no. A, because aren't they one of the people that are suing Vince for concussions? They're in that uh, class action lawsuit. So, yeah, that was my thing, too. Is like when people were telling me, oh, Demolition's going to do something. They're going to go back to WWE. I'm like, no, they're not. They've been suing WWE for over 20 years. They want the name Demolition. They want their names. They want all that shit, and Vince won't give it to them. 
It ain't so, fucking happening. There's no way. And these two are in that class action lawsuit along with fucking jabronis like Hayden Reich, Mark Jintrak. Like, there's no way. Be like, oh, oh, you're suing us? Oh, okay, but I'll give you, like, I'll give you what you want. Just show up on Raw and get the titles. I don't think so. Yeah, not happening. Not that happening. shit, that shit ain't happening. But yeah, congratulations to the new, well, infinite time tonight. Like, congratulations to them. Unprecedented. Never thought it would happen when they originally won the belts, but here we yeah. are. So, do, that, you think, yeah. do you think it is time to start planning, like, the exit strategy for the new day? Do you think it's time to start leading towards the eventual breakup? I say... I say after Mania, start doing it. Start, like, I don't want them to be like, oh, Big E's going to turn heel and beat them both up. I want them to be on, I want them to be like on a mutual ground, be like, listen, we've had our run for two and a half years. Let's go our separate ways and let's see what happens. Step that have to be the way, or one of them like does a Seth Rollins and like, who would it be, Xavier Woods? Most or Kofi, just completely swerve us. Just have it be Kofi. Because honestly, remember when the Shields was rumored to be breaking up, we all thought Dean was going to be the one to do it. Yeah, there's going to be the obvious choice, and then they're going to swerve us with the not obvious one. So go with the not obvious one. Biggie. Yeah, Biggie's Big not. And honestly, Biggie, I think he's going to be Universal or WWE Champion by next year. We're in like three years. Yeah, that seems like the most likely option for him because he is way too good to be stuck in the mid-card. He needs to be a champion. Yeah, and, he, and he has the charisma, and he can do it. Absolutely. Wait, he listen to this solo as... Aren't they supposed to be Jamaican? Oh, God, one of the greatest segments in the history. Yeah, I just let smoke weed every day. Jamaican, what happened to your accent? Oh, my God. But then we go from the New Day to possibly one of the best segments on Raw since the brand split. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Sami Zayn requests his transfer to SmackDown. He's fed up with Mick Foley's shit. He's tired of not getting the match with Braun Strowman. He's tired of being, like, belittled by Mick Foley and treated like a baby. He says, I want to go to SmackDown. By the way, when, when Sami Zayn says that, everybody in the crowd cheered. Because you're, be at, you're at fucking Raw. <laughs> Why are you cheering that? <laughs> that confused me too. I was like, that means if Sammy goes to SmackDown, you don't see him on this show anymore. <laughs> but where were they? These must be. These... Oh, they were in Philly. They were in Philly. So that's what I expect from Philly. Oh, God. The people who've hijacked like two Royal Rumbles. They have the right to do that. <laughs> to do that. But, but yeah, um, so Mick Foley says, this is the contract. We're trading you to SmackDown. Sammy, don't you want to know who we've traded you oh, for? Oh, this was fucking hilarious. This was fucking hilarious. Eva Marie. Because <laughs> Mick Foley, worded, he, this is how he worded it. We negotiated with Daniel Bryan for a talent equally as worth, worth as you. <laughs> like, What? Eva Marie's at the same part as Sami Zayn. It says, and then Sami Zayn says, I'm worth about five Eva Marie's. I'm Ten Marie's. Ten Eva Marie's. Marie's. 
And then McFoley was like, when you showed that's the fire I wanted to see, that's the motivation. When I give you your match with Braun Strowman, I want you to fight. There was never any contract in here. It was a blank piece of paper. You're getting your match with Braun Strowman, and you're gonna and you're like you're gonna take him apart. Now, honestly, this segment was good. Sammy Zayn was, was good. good. He showed a remember, lot of fire. Do you remember how I've said in the past few weeks? Do you remember how I've said in the past how brought how um Mick Foley can put on a really good promo when he puts in the effort? This was this it. this was this it. This was it. This wasn't was him it. talking about the women and historic matches. Wasn't him rambling on and on about Hell in a Cell. It was him doing something cool. That this was Mick Foley being Mick Foley. And it worked. It was yeah. an entertaining segment, and it built up the match. Now, honestly, when Sammy asked to be traded, I honestly thought it was actually going to happen. I thought there was going to be like a segment where Foley was on the phone with Daniel, and they're negotiating, and then later on, Mick Foley was going to bring out the new Raw guy, and we're going to see him. It's like I honestly thought, like if if there was an actual trade, if Mick Foley was like Sammy, I did what you asked, I got a trade for you. This is who we're trading for. Who would you think would walk out? Who like who do you think that I would trade them? Who do you trade them for? Like if the segment happens, like Sammy's in the ring, he finishes match with Ginger, my balls. Mick Foley comes out, he has the paper, and he's like, "You got your trade. This is who we got in exchange for you." Who from the SmackDown brand would you think would come out at that moment? Ha! Gay! Um, I don't... Let's think here. You know it! Zack Ryder, honestly. The, uh, break up the hype, bros. Yeah, get Zack Ryder back on Raw. But then that means Mojo Rawley gets a singles push. Keep Zack Ryder on SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, Honestly, I thought it was either going to be Kalisto or Ziggler. Or The Miz. No, not The Miz. Fuck. Why, why would Daniel Bryan get rid of the person he hates? You just answered your own question. He'd be getting rid of the person But that's he the hates. point. He wants to keep him because he hates him and he wants to make his life miserable. As, as heel manager, as heel authority figures do. Remember last week, we said Daniel Bryan has become the thing he hates. Has become the authority figure. But when it's like the, by the way, even Marie was like the perfect person to say for this segment. <laughs> it was just like you couldn't say like AJ Styles, John Cena. No, you said Eva Marie. Eva Marie. Oh my god! I wonder what Eva Marie thought. In that's in that's. She situation. did. She commented. She commented. <laughs> How are you playing Alberto Del Rio's theme? He's in fucking WCPW. <laughs> Well, I'm I'm curious. What did Eva Marie say? <laughs> he said, "Well, of course I'm I'm high profile talent. Of course Monday Night Raw would want me." All read everything. All read everything. All read all the time. But that was so. That was a hilarious segment. And so, moving on from that to SmackDown. Moving on from that to SmackDown. And the big news. Okay, first of all, we're gonna get this out. Can of I? Please say it. Like a mouse. Because last Hold on. Let me prepare myself. Let me just take a little... Let me just take my my crazy pills here. Okay. Let me just have a little water. We do not condone uh, pills on this show. Let me just take... uh, Let me just drink a little vodka. All right. 
I'm perfectly, I'm, I'm brain numbed enough to the point where I won't lose my shit when you tell the crowd the following. So because go ahead. Last week on the show, I predicted number one contenders for the tag team titles. And who did you gonna... predict? And who did you predict, Mike? Who did you predict? We don't get hyped. We stay. Smoke weed every day. Whoever was smoking enough weed to condone this decision. So this week on SmackDown. This week on SmackDown, they did a battle royal. And I thought American Alpha were going to win. Nope. Zack Ryder wins it for his team. High pros were named number one contenders to the WWE SmackDown tag team titles. What the fucker Zack Ryder gets hurt? So, okay. You, universe, you picked one. You picked one of the hype bros to get injured and get them out of action and off of television. You picked one, and that's the wrong fucking one! You think WWE did that on purpose, Ben? It was a fucking accident. I said the universe. The universe. Not the WWE universe. The cosmos. The Lord above. Satan below. You picked God in heaven. Person, and oh it's my the wrong, god! And it, you picked one, and it's the wrong one. You could have picked the one that's an annoying ass hat with a fucking goatee and those goddamn zubas he wears, but instead you picked the one I actually like. Fuck you. So, Bozo Raleigh's going for the Intercontinental Title now. Oh god, no, no! <laughs> I don't want to get hyped. So, wait, <laughs> is Zack Ryder out indefinitely? What is the status of him right now? Like out for like two to six weeks. I last I read on the two to six weeks, something like that. That's what I read. I'll have to double check, but regardless, like hype bros are facing the Wyatt family or Mojo Raleigh in a two on one handicap match. No, no, no. They have to wait for Zack. I guess they do, but. Oh, yes, he suffered a left knee injury at the SmackDown Live. And Boy. let's see. There's – oh, this is what they said. Hopefully there's not – it's like we injured his – he injured his kneecap or his patella. We think it popped out. They popped it back in. There's not – and it will be a short rehab period. So let's hope – getting knee surgery, two days. But like he says he's going, he's going under knee surgery, but he'll, he'll be back for WrestleMania. Oh, that's even better. Hype pros beat wife family of mania. That's no, even that's even better. I do not want to see Mojo Raleigh on the biggest stage of them all. What if it was the imagine Randy Owens in the kickoff <laughs> with the hype pros? Swear to <laughs> why are we playing a bit of the real theme? Roberto Del Patron. Apparently, he tells me he loves playing it. Dude, just fuck, god, god damn it. Go watch WCPW. He's gonna be on this Sunday. This Sunday, this yeah, this uh, Saturday, this Saturday. Go watch WCPW loaded. He's gonna be he's gonna be facing. Yeah, he's gonna be on WCPW. He's gonna be facing Johnny Mundo. Oh, they oh okay. Like Patron couldn't make it for like the delete WCPW event. He actually that like their flight, his flight got canceled. You know, he's really disappointed, so he wanted to make it up by coming to that taping and doing ah, it. Ah, okay. So we're gonna get the Mundo El Patron. Finale we never got in Lucha Underground because WWE had to come in and scoop up 
Alberto Del, Del Rio. Alberto Del Dirty. Alberto Del Dorito. <laughs> but yeah. So By the way, the- Ben, not only did the hypos win, but as soon as the bell rang, who was the first person eliminated? Mojo Raleigh clotheslined the shit out of Simon Gotch, and he got thrown out of there. Poor Vaude villains. <laughs> Every fucking week. It just gets They're worse. listening, Ben. They're listening to our show. Because <laughs> they're torturing poor Simon Gotch and Aiden English. What did they do to piss off the gods? Did they shit in the same elevator as Vince McMahon? No, if they did that, Vince would laugh. He finds yeah. that funny. Probably what. Speaking of that. you fucking stop. God damn it. Go back to the Kurt Hawkins theme. That at least makes more sense. The name of the episode. The Real Troll. <laughs> the Troll of the Give The pills worked, everybody. The pills just worked. Surprise, motherfucker. Eat crazy pills. No, okay. Smoke weed every day. Actually, no, none of that today, but whatever. So moving on from that, we have the big news coming out of this SmackDown. Dolph Ziggler is now the number one contender for AJ Styles' WWE Championship. In two weeks. At the Royal Rumble. So No, no, wait. It's not the Rumble, is it? Uh, don't, wouldn't that make sense for it to be at the... I thought they said that the 27th of December. <sighs> on, the, on, on SmackDown t- in two weeks. Oh, yeah, I guess. No. Oh, is it going to be the Rumble? No, I'm checking the Royal Rumble page. I don't see it listed for the Rumble. I guess it's just me beyond SmackDown. Wait a minute. So that's the Rumble match they're doing? Styles no, 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 versus no. Ziggler? No, no, no. I don't think. No, it's not listed for the on the Rumble wiki page. So, no, I don't think so. What I understood was when Daniel Bryan made the match that the winner was going to face Styles in two weeks. But that's not the Rumble. That's just SmackDown. Yeah, because I think they're doing. I, don't, I think they're doing a special event on SmackDown. I think like their New Year episode. So I think that's what this is for. Okay, that makes sense. So Ziggler once again, he's getting a WWE Championship match. Remember the first time he had one at SummerSlam? That was a fucking and waste. Su- and it was a fucking waste. What 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 specifically about that match blew so much? It was it, it was it was boring. It it was good hype going into it, and then when the match happened, it was, there was a lot of stalling. There was a lot of botched spots. It was just so goddamn boring. It was un- so. Let's hope that this time around, Dolph Ziggler. Let's have the Dolph Ziggler from the past three months, who's given us amazing matches with the Miz. Not the Dolph Ziggler from SummerSlam, who didn't give a shit. Well, for God's sakes, it's AJ fucking Styles. If he has a boring match with him, there's a goddamn problem. There is a goddamn problem. So that pretty much does it for Raw and SmackDown this week. We are going to take a quick commercial break, and then we will be right back with the introduction of a brand new segment. We will be back with the first installment of GAWP Court with Ray Raymundo. 
Did someone say my name? <laughs> now I know why the song was playing. Fuck. <laughs> I'm back. Hey guys, Avenging Ben. Just a reminder, GAWP is brought to you by Title Fight Graphics. Do you need custom designs for your indie promotion? Then check out Title Fight Graphics. They make graphic designs for promotions such as House of Glory, Game Changer Wrestling, and of course, Evolve. And it's high quality stuff, man. You could not be able to tell the difference because this is some great stuff. If you want your indie promotion to have the best promotional material possible, check out Title Fight Graphics at their Facebook page under the same name and their Twitter at Title Fight GFC. And they've also just started doing work with AAW, so that's another uh, organization added to the banner of Title Fight Graphics. Again, they're making their rounds in the indie scene. It's high-quality stuff. Check them out. Again, Title Fight Graphics at Facebook and on Twitter at Title Fight GFs, GFX. And once again, we are also brought to you by G, by srguniverse.com. You can get custom hats, shirts, and indie wrestling card sets of your favorite indie wrestlers. You can buy cards that have TJ Marconi, Anthony Gangone, Smiley, Rage. A lot of your different favorites are on these cards. They have their own individual move sets. SRG, Super Show, The Backlash, and now the Young Bucks have their own trading cards at srguniverse.com. Go on down. It's a lot of fun to play. I have my own pack. I'm going to be playing it myself pretty soon. It's a lot of fun. Check it out. Again, srguniverse.com. Proud, a proud sponsor of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. And speaking of, you can listen to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Podtastic for free. You don't have to spend a goddamn dollar. Spread the word on Twitter and Instagram at the GAWP Show, and like our Facebook page, the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Don't be a silly willy. Join the madness. And we are back with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. And welcome our special guest, Ray Raymundo. I'm back. Indeed you are. And you are just in time for the brand new segment we are unveiling tonight with the Honorable Judge Whole Milk Mike <laughs> It is me, Avenging Ben, going up against Ray Raymundo, the law of professional wrestling in GAWP. Court. Oh, this, this is going to be a piece of cake. They're going to, where our DJ or Mike are going to select a topic, a wrestler, if you will, that I, one of us will have to defend and one of us will have to go against. And then Mike, the judge, will decide who has won and we're going to keep score. So, Mike, would you tell us who is on, who is on the stand tonight and who will I... Uh, Order who, in the court, motherfuckers. Order in the court. <laughs> Here we go. All right. All right. Yes, Your Honor. The now honorable, sit the fuck down. The Honorable Judge, Whole Milk Mike, residing. The first trial of the GAWP court is for Mr. Matt Hardy. Charges, deletion, and should he make a return to the WWE? Ray, your opening statement, please. Your Honor, may it please the court. My client, Mr. Broking Matt Hardy is being trialed today on if he should be able to return to the World Wrestling Entertainment. Mm, I bring to you today that Mr. Broken Matt should be, in fact, in the WWE at this moment 
being he is one of wrestling's oh, most. Stink. Your Honor. Order in the court. Silence. Order in the court. I deserve silence. Logan Matt, in fact, should return to the World Wrestling Entertainment, being one of wrestling's most I will kick most your brilliant. motherfucking ass out of here. Quiet, you. Being wrestling's most brilliant wrestlers to date today. That hey, is my statement. what happened? Mr. Fabo, your opening statement, please. Well, with all due respect to my colleague, Mr. Raimundo, and with respect to you, and it's respect counsel, to... damn it, say the right terms. What? Yeah. He will put you in contempt of court. First off, oh. don't say my line. <laughs> all right, so... I Your Honor, I am the biggest supporter of the broken brilliance of Matt Hardy that is out there. I was one. I was a denier, and I have seen the light. He is simply one of the greatest things in the pro wrestling world right now. One of the best things of all of 2016. That being said, it is that broken brilliance that I must say he must not go to Meek Mahan's World Wrestling Entertainment because they, they won't understand. Okay, order in the court. Oh, I would. Thank you. Point being, it's that fact that he's so charismatic, so over with everybody, that he can't go to WWE. They ruin the gimmick. That they don't know how to. Your Honor, objection. I'm not done sustain, yet. Sustain. Sustain. No, I'm not done yet. No interrupting. Matt Hardy's gimmick war is predicated upon him having full creative control of the gimmick. It's the reason we're getting such amazing things like the final deletion, delete or decay, the great war, and going on right now at the time of this recording, total nonstop deletion with tag team Apocalypto, which we'll be talking I hope we'll be talking about next week. But it's, it's it's his creative control that gives his gimmick that much power, that much uh, charisma. And if they go to WWE, they'll neuter it, they'll ruin it, they'll just wreck it. That is my opening statement. That is why he should not go to WWE. Thank you, Mr. Falbo. Now, Mr. Ramundo, do you have any evidence to support your claim that he should be going to WWE? Yes, Your Honor. Using my counsel's statement that they would neuter his gimmick, let's go, go with Exhibit 1, the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. Since entering the WWE, he has been on all four big shows, and not only that, he is currently WWE champion. Has his gimmick been neutered? I see everything to be phenomenal. Why can't the broken one follow in the same footsteps? Ah. One more outburst and you're out of here, buddy. <laughs> you shut up, too. Why'd you let that guy in here? Any other evidence, Mr. Raimundo, to support your claim? That is merely that one is... example. Okay, I was going to go easy on you, Mr. Falbo, but if you would like me to continue. The Broken Hardys are both been going all around the world of wrestling today. Going to the likes of House of Glory, Ring of Honor, going to even WCPW. Mm. They have been able to work this gimmick all around. I feel that being Mr. Meek Mahan, or the proper way to pronounce Mr. McMahon, being the businessman he is, he would capitalize on this, and the gimmick will be plain and simple, the same, and it would be delightful. That is all. Mr. Fabo, do you have any objections to this? He brings up decent examples. I'll give him that. 
But if he can name superstars, so can I. Exhibit A, an example of a similar creepy gimmick, ruined and wrecked. My exhibit, my first exhibit, Mr. Bray Wyatt. Take example, a similar creepy gimmick. Wait, Weird. objection, your honor. Objection, your honor. This Shut idea, up, Ramundo. No, overruled. Your honor. Bray Wyatt, an example of a creepy gimmick, cryptic promos, wild-eyed charisma, and weird chants such as follow the buzzards and we're here. Not too dissimilar from delete and obsolete for the crowd to chant. He also has his gang of fireflies that follow him around, much as the Broken Hardies have their followers as well. So my point to you, sir, is if they can take a gimmick as charismatic as Bray Wyatt with all the creative control that they have, with amazing promos and production design and everything they've given him, and that he's only now, three years into his run in WWE, has only now just won a championship, that what do you think they're going to do to Matt Hardy if they take away his creative control? Also, may I add, horror gimmicks in WWE, horror gimmicks in WWE never really work unless you're The Undertaker, and chances are Matt Hardy will have to blend in with the rest of the WWE. The rest of the he'll have to blend in with the rest of the WWE product, and it'll make him seem more out of place. The reason he works as well as he does in TNA is because the madness is affecting everything around him, and it makes him more or less the puppet master of this broken universe. Matt Hardy is now a big fish in a small pond, and that is why he is allowed to prosper and his broken brilliance is allowed to spread to WCPW, House of Glory, and Ring of Honor. But if he goes to WWE, he will just be a small fish in a big pond and a big shark will eat him. That is my point. Before I go back to Mr. Raimundo, so basically you're telling me is that Mr. Matt Hardy, the reason for all this hoopla that he's been doing is because of the certain situation that he's in? He's been, TNA is in dire, has been, and is still in dire straits at the moment with all this backstage hoo-ha they've been going through. And that's the very reason they've granted him as much creative control as they've given him, because he equals ratings. And yes, Vince McMahon would see the potential in that, but he would want to do it his way. Dixie Carter, say whatever you want about her, she does not care. She does not care, and she allows him, she gives him a set amount of money and says, do whatever you want, sir. Let your broken brilliance flourish. Mm. That the same thing. So yes, it is very much circumstantial. Mr. Fabo, do you have any evidence of Mr. Matt Hardy increasing the ratings? Uh, let me put it this way. The final deletion, one of the most talked about events in 2016. Delete or decay, one of the most talked about events in 2016. The Great is this War. Is true, Mr. Raimundo? Yes, it is. Your Honor, may I bring up one point? Well, I have one thing. Let me wait, finish my argument. Wait, let me let Mr. Fabo ah. finish. The Great War, probably one of the only reasons people, and you, sir, judge, you can attest to this, one of the only reasons anybody tuned in to watch TNA Bound for Glory, because it certainly wasn't Eddie Edwards versus uh, Bobby Lashley. I didn't watch that shit, so why are you asking me? <laughs> but my, and of course, every time something Matt Hardy does on the internet, it goes viral. People make memes out of it. That is my reasoning. That is my evidence. Mr. Raimundo, your rebuttal, please. Thank you. Mr. Falbo, I have a question for you. Kind sir. Go ahead. Are you comparing Matt Hardy to the likes of Husky Harris? I am comparing... Husky Harris is an unrelated character to Mr. Bray. He is the same gentleman. Matt Hardy is one. 
So if Bray Wyatt is Husky Harris, it is the same gentleman. So now, answer my question, please. May you repeat the question? I have asked, are you comparing Matthew Moore Hardy to the likes of Husky Harris? I am comparing Mr. Matt Hardy, broken Matt Hardy, to Bray Wyatt, who is portrayed by the man who used to be Husky Harris. So in a way, Jesus yes, Christ! I am comparing them. So you are saying they have the same amount of charisma. Would you say that? On diff- Bray Wyatt is creepy and spooky and has an unorthodox sort of cult leader charm. Broken Matt Hardy is a wild-eyed, is a wild-eyed eccentric with a weird voice. They have many similarities. They have followers. They have interesting entrance music. They talking. That is not my riddles. question, Mister Falbo. I'm asking: Do they have the same amount of charisma? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Ah, <laughs> uh, Mister Falbo, you have lost his case for yourself. The Ooh, reasoning this, this behind the broken gimmick to be able to be the following that it has is because of the charisma of Mr. Matt Hardy, the same man that pulled off the version one, the demonic Matt when he was on drugs. Let's not mention that. Sorry. He did what? <laughs> sorry, Your Honor. Sorry. That was a relapse. That was a relapse. But this is the same man that was able to pull all of this. And you have mentioned Bray Wyatt. Do you only do <laughs> putting that down in his? Do you only do? These Are you laughing gimmicks. at the judge? No, no, sir. No one is laughing, Your Honor. I am so sorry. Two I'm just trying to prove how much of a laughing at me. You know what? Continue, what we should continue. be laughing continue. is how much of a joke Mr. Falbo is for trying to compare these two. Because Wyndham Rotundo, which is his real name has to change his name so constantly to try to f- put a facade on the WWE Universe. If Mr. Matthew Hardy would make his return, he would be accepted and have his broken brilliance on every single week on the WWE program. Thank you, Your Honor. That's it. Now for final statements. Mr. Falbo, you go first. My final statement, my key points thusly. Matt Hardy is an extremely charismatic individual, and his gimmick comes from him having, and the the success of his gimmick comes from him having 100% creative control brought upon the circumstances of the management issues at TNA. Are they weird circumstances? Yes, but nevertheless, they have given him the creative reins to do some of the most amazing things in the year of 2016. Comparing him to Bray Wyatt is fair because the two of them have many similarities. And judging, using Bray Wyatt as a barometer to measure success, a creepy gimmick like Matt Hardy's would not work in WWE if his creative control was taken away from him. Matt Hardy does not belong in WWE at this time, even though I am a huge fan of his. That is my closing statement. Mr. Raymundo, what do you have to say? First off, that's what I'm supposed to say. If you ever do that again, I'm going to throw your ass out of court. Very well, Judge. I apologize. <laughs> Mr. Raimundo, your final statement, please. Thank you, Your Honor. You have been a very kind, sir. Don't kiss my ass. <laughs> May I speak, Your Honor? I gave you the floor. Thank you, Your Honor. Silence! <laughs> Silence! <laughs> Mr. Slater, you and your kids, out of here! You stink! 
go. Oh God, what a courtroom today! But oh, you to all make fun those of my courtroom now. <laughs> all those that are sitting here in court today, to Mr. Falbo, to you, kind sir, Your Honor, I bring to you just this final statement. WWE is home to the biggest characters you can imagine: The Undertaker, oh, Kane, to the. <laughs> May I be allowed to speak? Yes. God. Even I, God. I that, that's God. another thing. <laughs> that's another. That's another character on a WWE television. God, if you can remember Backlash <laughs> 2006. So from all of this, I leave you with this. Why <laughs> would God. the crowd not be able to get over by chanting delete or obsolete? Speaking of obsolete, which is my counsel, Mr. Benjamin Falbo. That is all. Thank you, kind sir. You're obsolete. <sighs> what did you just say? Mm, I said, suck. I said, good comp. I said, good talk, sir. <sighs> See, his immaturity just shows how much I have won already. Quiet. It's not up to you. It's up to the judge. <clears throat> it's Judge Hold Milk to you, sir. I have heard both sides. <laughs> These people really want to get their fucking asses kicked today, don't they? Why did I've we heard... come to this court? God. This is the only one that was available on short notice. We gave him a week. I have listened to both sides. And here's my verdict. Mr. Raimundo? Yes, Your Honor. Your client, Matthew Hardy, is found guilty. Mr. Falbo? I've won? Yes, you have. Thank you. Thank you, Your Honor. I'm surprised. I thought I was going to get something more crazy from you. If the bailiff could please stop shooting at the loser. I have not lost. Because at the end of the day, Your Honor, the fans truly win. That's why you can come this Saturday to the end of the Get his sorry ass out of the courtroom. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. AWP Court. We'll be back to you with another segment. Goodbye. Yeah, this dude came in who looked like you, but he had a powdered wig. He was really kind of rude and shit. Ben, is everything okay? Because I just felt like I was really... Like, I don't know what happened. We we got a little too rough in there. So, who won? Uh, I did. Oh, wow. Surprising. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. So, Mr. I... Mr. Benjamin Falbo, if that is your real name, is there anything left for us to cover? Well, we're almost, it's, it's almost time to wrap it up here on this crazy episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. But before we end the show, <laughs> we're going to make a one quick announcement. We're going to do the indie update, and then we're going to close it down. So just to make a quick announcement, me, Whole Milk Mike, and of course, Ray Raimundo are going to be at House of Glory 6, the 6th anniversary, this Saturday night at the NYC Arena in Jamaica. But not just that, the, Whole Milk Mike... 
and Ray Raymundo will be at BCW Christmas with a Vengeance this Friday night at the Queensboro Elks Lodge. Is that right? Can't wait. You? you can't miss nights. Hope to see you all there. You suck. <laughs> oh yeah. But oh no. Well, no. the DJ will be at HOG six Come say hi if you see him. Uh, BCW is a fine organization. They have a hell of a card. So we're gonna segue right into the indie update. We're gonna segue right into the indie update. We're gonna we're gonna talk about BCW Christmas with a Vengeance and House of Glory six the sixth anniversary. Six so let's, six six son of the devil. Six six six. So let's talk about them. I am not well versed in BCW since I will not be attending the show. I will merely read off the matches, and you two will give me your picks for who you think is gonna win. Let's get this rolling. It is the Indie Update with Avenging Ben at BCW Christmas of the Vengeance. It will be MJ Jenkins versus Faye Ellison. One-on-one. -on -one. Who you got and why? I gotta go with Faye. Mm. Former Woman of Honor. I see her taking it this time. How about you, uh, Mike? I'm gonna say MJ. The upset win. Hmm. Alright. have the GOAT versus... Six. In a six-man tag team match, who you guys got? Mr. Raimundo? Oh, this is a hard one to pick. The GOAT well, I, well, the team. Well, I, I got the GOAT. That's known. Mm. Just just because I know if AJ Pan listens to this, let me go with the Pan Corp agency. My ass. And next up, we have... We have Sebastian Cage versus the man who provided the wonderful drop for this week's show, Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. He is better than you. In a submission match, who you got and why? <laughs> for this one, I got to go with the man that's already 1-0 against Sebastian Cage. I got to go with MJF. I'm going to say MJF as well. All right, next up we got Alvin Alvarez versus Caveman with Pinky Sanchez as the special guest referee. Who do you have and why? Caveman, ooga booga booga. Ooga booga. Oof, this being Alvin Alvarez's debut in BCW. I gotta say Alvin, I feel like he'll pull a upset. And I've heard a lot of things about this man. Can't wait to see it. All right, and up next, speaking of Pinky Sanchez, we have Pinky Sanchez going one-on-one -on -one with Tyler Breeze's uncle, Eric Jaden. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! Oh God! <laughs> well, Pinky Sanchez is pulling a double duty night. I at can't BCW, get that in my head. But I still got to see. I'll say Pinky Sanchez. <laughs> gonna pull off the victory. All right. I, I got Tyler Breeze Senior. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have. Ooh, we got a big one. It's Grim Reefer going one on one <laughs> with General Romero. If the general Smoke wins, weed every day. he gets five thousand dollars. And if Grim Reefer wins. Romero has to wear a bra for six months. Interesting stipulation. Who do you have and why? We're going to see a man in a bra. So you're going with Grim Reaper. Yep. Oh, man. I want to go with the vet and Grim Reaper, but I'm a General fan. Viva España. General takes this one. $5,000. Right. Viva next La Raza. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up next, we got a good one. It's, it's, it's the poster match, the big match. It's going to be Papa Don versus... The new Tier 1 Heavyweight Champion, Darius Carter. By the way, Papadon, I found the gyro. Didn't taste good. 
That's a ninja joke. That's a ninja joke. And Ben, it's Mr. Darius Carter to you. I don't gotta show that dude no respect. He threw my title belt in the garbage. He might have deserved it. Who knows? And fine. Who do you have and why? I have to go with the Battle of the Heels. I'm gonna say Papadon. Because if I don't, he's probably gonna kick my ass. I say who wins in this match? I say the fans. Uh, can give a pick. It's gonna be a good match. No! No! Negative. I say the fans. I say the fans. Yes! That's it. No! Hot. I played the fifth. I played the fifth. We're not in court anymore. <sighs> you want Cheap me to get the judge man. back in here? Nope. Get the judge. That guy's an asshole. Let's go to the main event. Let's go to the main event. It's gonna be a triple threat match. It'll be Mike Orlando versus David Starr versus. ROH's cheeseburger for the WXW Shotgun Championship. Who you got and why? David Starr. And Mr. Raimundo, who do you have? Oh my god, it's a hard one to pick. But this one I have my prediction. And I'm going to go with the Green Machine, the elite athlete, Mike Orlando. Nice. We're up next. Now, <laughs> we have different picks. Why are, Why am I getting blue? God damn it. And we got to mention Indie Show, card is subject to change. So if anything changes in between now and the show or at the show date itself, you pop this So up next, we have House of Glory 6 and 3. Let's go down the card. I'm going to start it off. We have the match that, oh my God, we have been waiting so six months for, and we're finally getting it. with Nikki Heat, and a stipulation still yet to be named. First of all, gentlemen, what do you think the stipulation is going to be, and who is walking out the winner? Me, personally, it is going to be Smiley, and it is going to be a last man standing match. That is my that is my prediction. Mr. Mermundo? What could this match be? Oh, to my me, God, I think the... God damn it, let me think. I'm a DJ, logical please. thinker. DJ, please. So... What could be the best? I see a, re a repeat from last year at Civil War. Let's have a steel cage match. Ooh, that could be. And Smiley walks out victorious. No, Mike, what say you? I I'm going to say it be different. The falls count anywhere match. Okay. And I'm going to say Nikki Heat. Interesting choice. Next up, we have Sonya Strong in a grudge match against Violet. The baddest bitch in Hog. Oh, yes, she is. Uh, me, personally, I'm going to go with Violet. Violet. I say so. Sonya. All right. Now, the next match was scheduled, but unfortunately is sort of up in the air at the moment. This is why we mentioned card is subject to change. Unfortunately, it was originally supposed to be the New York Wrecking Crew in a tag team match against Two Click, the team of TJ Marconi and Josh Glide. Unfortunately, Josh Glide has recently announced uh, earlier today, unfortunately, that he has sustained an injury and will probably be out for a little bit, unfortunately. So that's uh, shout out to Josh Glide. You get better soon, man. Glide. Wish you the best, brother. Wish you the best. But as far as this match goes, do you think that they will give TJ Marconi a substitute, or do you think TJ Marconi will take them on in a two-on-one handicap match? What do you think? Oof. Yes. <laughs> no, <in> TJ Marconi. <laughs> oh God. Arnold, so that's your answer. Yes. Just just yes. Oh, God. Yes. Knowing TJ Marconi, he's going to probably want to do this two-on-one. 
but hopefully HOG finds a suitable partner for him that night. I and think, we see the New York Wrecking Crew go down. I think Mr. Marconi is going to go in there by himself, but then he's going to get help from the big deal, Brian Burgundy. Oh, Brian Burgundy. We will talk about him later on. But until then, so my personal pick, I think it is going to be two-on-one, and I think the New York Wrecking Crew will win, but by a shenanigans. But moving on to another big match is going to be Evander James going one-on-one with Rude Boy Riley. Still amazing to see Rude Boy Riley in House of Glory. Hell must have frozen over, and if you've been outside today, clearly it's frozen over since it's cold as hell. Oh, my God. How cold was it outside today? Oof. Oh, my God. I couldn't feel my (laughs) movie. Hey, man, we're going to talk about that on on the radio. (laughs) Mike, Uh, that is not the best to say. I couldn't feel my pickle. I couldn't feel my pickle. Yes! Yes. Kids are listening. Who is your my daddy? Was out and of what the does he do? He was frozen. <laughs> if you let your wait, kids, wait a second, me... wait a second. So that means, oh god, I don't even want to picture that. Okay. All right, who do you do got? You move on, on, my move pickle? on. <laughs> Evander James or Rude Boy Riley? Evander yes. <laughs> I got Sex Boy Riley. Yes. <laughs> I have uh, Evander James, but by uh, but by. Uh, <laughs> I killed Ray Ramundo. <laughs> god. I gotta say, he's on a roll right now. I gotta say, Evander James. All right. No deal. Oh, this is a big one. (laughs) No deal. It's going to be a Crown Jewel Championship match. Ken Broadway defending the HOG Crown Jewel Championship against Leo Rush and his House of Glory debut match. Who do you have and why? Me personally, I would. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna be a little crazy. I'm gonna say Leo Rush. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna say Ken Broadway. He's been on a roll. He's been. He beat Gangone. He beat Tony Nese. He beat Zack Saber Jr. He beat yes. Rupert Riley. Well, but no. he, but even though there was a little controversy, he still beat him. He still beat. You must him. be very proud of yourself. Wait. I thought that He still walked out. He still walked out with the title. But that wasn't a win. Ken Broadway. <sighs> Is the face of H.O.G. Yeah. So you think Ken Broadway and Raymundo, what do you think? Leo Rush? Ken Broadway. Exactly. I feel like H.O.G. is going to feel the rush on Saturday night, but I got to go with the elite of H.O.G., Mr. Cashflow, Ken Broadway. But you guys said that Ken Broadway considers himself the face of H.O.G. Well, the the man, one of the men in the next competition may have something to say about that. It is going to be the House of Glory heavyweight champion, Anthony Gangone, the Rogue, going one-on-one in a champion versus champion match against Eddie Edwards, the TNA world heavyweight champion. This is going to be good. Who you got and why? Me personally, Gangone has been on a bit of a tear. He's got Juba in his corner. I'm going to go with Gangone. I'm going to say Eddie Edwards due to shenanigans. I don't know. Maybe Gangone's challenger i don't know who but eddie edwards is gonna get a win mm. who do and i don't and I, and I don't know who the feud ain't going with so don't ask me all right who you got ray yes i'm gonna say anthony Gangone. All right, no now, deal. next up, we have quite possibly the biggest match of the night. This has been in the works for a couple of months now. 
sports finally happening. Merry a, Christmas to us all, and Merry, Happy Hanukkah to us all. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Winter Solstice, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Ramadan, and because because just Happy Holidays. Oh no! The <laughs> gave us the biggest present of all. It is going to be Private Party versus EYFBO yes. versus the Broken Hardies. Delete versus the Dudley Boys <laughs> for the House of Glory. Tag Team Championships in a fatal four-way tag team match. Will it be a TLC match? Will it be a regular match? Who knows? You'll Will have Matt to... Hardy recover from being found guilty? Will... Yes! Will Private Party become the first time, the first ever two-time House of Glory Tag Team Champions? Will the Dudleys shock the world? Or will EYFBO come from behind and snag the belt? Or will House of Glory continue to be broken? You'll have to come this Saturday night to see what happens. But as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to go with my boy, Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Quinn. I'm going to go with Private Party. Wait, if EYFBO win, don't they make them also the first two-time hog champions? Oh, yes. So, too. My mistake. EYFBO have been House of Glory tag team before. Yes. It was, a, it was a weird transitional period with the tag team championships for a while. So, it was hard. Honestly, Private Party had the championships for so long. It was hard to remember who was before them. Ironically, it was a year ago that UFBL lost the belts to private. Yes, that's, that's Ar civil war. around the same time. That is correct. So this time, this year, they redeemed themselves. They got a the big again. win. Say you it again. I got private party. You've got UFBO. Ray, take us home. I got a groove, Mike, on this one. UFBO take the belts. Okay, so those are our predictions for the House of Glory. It Lord. better be a TLC match, I swear to God. It better be. We this want tables. We, we want, want tables. tables. We if want tables. If it's going to snow, I would love tables. to see a TLC match, please. And let's if just it hope snows, it... can we see a snow match? That's our question. Okay, what the fuck you, are you are officially off the show. Get the fuck out of here. You're off the Christmas episode. <laughs> All right, so those are our predictions for House of Glory 6. And though, that has been an amazing episode of the General yes! Podcast. But before we go, we have an amazing announcement. We have had... Who is your daddy? That is not the announcement. We have had many amazing guests. We've interviewed the likes of TJ Marconi, Ken Broadway, Toasty Tom. We've gotten drops from amazing wrestlers. Matt Tremont, Trevor Lee, Ricochet. But never before as the General Admission Wrestling Podcast had an interview of this caliber, of this size, of this magnitude, there are only two words to describe this interview that we've managed to cultivate this Saturday night. This, this interview is not just really good. It's not just going to be really amazing. It's going to be really big. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be interviewing, fresh off of his debut match at the Student Showcase 2, we are going to be interviewing really big Brian Burgundy. Oh my god, I am excited for this. So go to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast Facebook page and find the link. You can post questions down below, and we will do whatever we can to make sure that Mr. Burgundy answers your questions. We've already got a few questions there already. Go there and post your questions. I'm sure he'd love to answer them. So I think that just about does it for... Uh, and also leave questions for us on the Facebook page if you want to hear any of your questions answered on the next broadcast. Leave questions for him. Leave questions for us. We happen to answer them. <coughs> so that does it for us here. We go there now. 
So that does it for us here at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Oh, it appears we have some Instagram questions. Yes! You could have you know, you could have just said that instead of trying to, like, mime it to me. Making me seem like an idiot trying to wrap up the show while there's questions. Well, it's not that wait fucking hard to do. Wait, Mr. Falbo, can I say something? I, I was listening in during the first half, waiting just quietly to make sure I don't interrupt. But it looks like I should have a long time ago. How many times can you mess up during one episode? How many times can you look like a fucking idiot? <laughs> Smoke weed My every friend, day. I don't want to be rude, but what the hell is going on? Say, oh, Ray, I told you he was a bully to you. I'm not, oh. not, I'm not trying to be a bully. It just makes it so easy. Raymond, God, just take it easy. But what, do, what are the Instagram questions? What do we got? Uh, hold on one second. All right, while we're waiting for that, I just got to say, like, so you guys are excited for House of Glory this Saturday? Oh, here we go. Definitely. All right, here we go. So we have we, quest- we have two questions on the General Admission Wrestling Podcast Instagram. That's a little interesting change of pace, but let's check it out. From Poor K. Poor K Mi Cafe. <laughs> That's yep. a real interesting name there. Poor K Mi Porque Cafe. Mi cafe. What are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on the possibility of New Japan Pro Wrestling running solo American events this summer? Do you think they'll draw a full house? Also, do you think they could do well running a show in New York? That right. is interesting. I had right. not heard of this yet. All right, let's take oh, yeah. it one. What, let's 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 do it one at a time. What are your thoughts uh, on New Japan Pro Wrestling running solo American events this summer? I'm very excited because great. I've never had the chance to see. I've never had the chance to see New Japan Pro Wrestling live. It's about time. It's about time they started doing this. Ray? Get that product. It would be good to see them as a solo show, too, because I think most of us have seen Tanahashi here in the States. We've seen Okada. But it's about time New Japan branches out. And the rumor is, though, they're coming to L.A. So they'll definitely get a sold-out show because that's the PWG crowd right there. It'll also be nice to have a New Japan Japan Pro Wrestling show that's not at 5 o'clock in the fucking morning. Yeah. Oh God! And they also, poor K also asked, "Do you think they can draw a full house?" No, mm. not, not a full house. Not their first show, but building up some street cred, then they'll be able to do it. Honestly, you never know; it could surprise. It could surprise a lot. Because honestly, I don't think a lot of people watch New Japan Pro Wrestling, to be honest. But just announce the Young Bucks. Remember, Young Bucks are New Japan. Yeah, but still, Kenny Omega is New Japan. Michael Elgin, who was fresh off leaving ROH. Is in New Japan. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, That's, for their, those are for, American stars. that will still get American crowds to go over. Yeah. Well, for their first show, no, it won't be a full house. And for the final part of this question, we now have: Do you think they would do well running a show in New York? Fuck yes. It depends. Yes. On where it, it depends where it is. <laughs> on like, a fine... like, 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 where would they run a show? That's the question. <laughs> The final and next up, so thank you, Porque Mi Cafe, for the nice question. And we and next up Smoke we have weed every day. Wait, that is a follow up question though. Where would they run? Yeah, honestly, Hammerstein. Hammerstein. Ooh. But that's the thing. Would they want to start up in one of the biggest 
one of the biggest wrestling venues right now? They have yeah. enough clout. That's the biggest history there. Is they the have enough clout to do so. I think they'd have enough legitimacy mm. behind them to do so. But next yep. up, we do have another question. This comes from Pigeonhold Suplex, another amazing name. And their avatar is even a pigeon with a little top hat. That's you guys are the real MVPs with those names. Y'all are the real MVPs. Keep the and questions coming, please. Keep them coming, guys, on Facebook, Instagram, the Twitters. Keep them coming. So up next, we have another question. It says, with NXT being as good as it is, do you guys think that it could hold its own as a standalone brand? Could NXT be the third brand that makes big indie names that, not make, that might not make it in WWE or mainstream wrestling? Could they build NXT to the brand aimed at indie fans and smarts? Mm. Mm. <clears throat> so is that kind of what Evolve is? Uh, it kind of is, but like, could NXT, could NXT stand alone as its own show? It kind of does, but I think they mean as a television show, like a cable the thing show. Is, NXT Maybe. could never do that because at the end of the day, NXT is still under WWE. So they're still always going to be viewed under that limelight. So I don't know. I don't know. I had I, I was always pitching for like the past two years that they should cancel SmackDown and put NXT in its place, but now it's a bit Smackdown, different. But, yeah, but now that SmackDown's back to being good, NXT is as a standalone brand. Probably not. Probably not because they depend on like new guys, and you can't do that. <laughs> These guys aren't ready. Yet. Oh God, yeah, we have like, another. Uh, yes, you bring in Roderick Strong, Shinsuke Nakamura, but those guys aren't going to be in NXT for for the longevity. They're going to be going up. So that's what the purpose of NXT is. Punch! Yeah, and that's the thing, though. If they have their own their own show as it is, how does anyone get pushed up, though? Yeah. That would mean NXT, you stay in NXT, and that's going to kind of diminish the major roster now. Ring-a-ding-ding, baby. Yeah, and and says, could they build NXT to be the brand aimed aimed at indie fans and smarks? That's what the independent shows are for. That's what HOG is for. That's what PWG is for. That's what that's what Tier One is. Agreed. BCW, all those shows, all of them. If you wanted to something for the smarks, go to indie shows because at the end of the day, WWE is trying to be that mainstream company, which it is. Because that's what WWE is. That's what TNA is, in a sense. They're the NXT. mainstream. So if you do NXT that way, it's kind of killing the purpose of NXT. NXT is supposed to be that almost it's it's for all kinds of fans. It's not supposed to be just mainstream, too mainstream or too indie. It's supposed to be right there for the guys that are almost ready, just need to work on their craft a little bit. Yeah. NXT is good at the place it's at. And so thank you, Pitch and Hold Suplex, for a great question. Thank you for commenting on the Instagram. That's right. And, Mike, I believe we have one more question, right? Yes. Oh, God, you guys are not going to read this question, are you? I just no, we are. we are. We're, oh, we're, God. We are fair to the people. So should I start working on the legal issues now? Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, Our good God. friend at the Hipster Isaac asks, why does my dick hurt? <laughs> this is First a problem. Off, Merry Christmas to you, kind sir. 
DJ this Isaac guy. If you've ever met him, he's a he's a fucking weirdo. If you've ever met him, he always comments shit like this. Well, I think I'll end off this show this week. All I can say is, all I can say is, Mr. Hipster is way off the eggnog and go see a doctor. Yep. Well, this has been another episode. This is. Hey, who who said you could do the outro? Who said? What Ladies and gentlemen, let me show you how a pro does it, kid. Sit on back. Play with your pickle. Thank you for another. Thank you guys for tuning in to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast again. It does. Oh, you finally got it right. Makes us. It makes us feel so amazing that you guys are out there every week listening to us. So once again, you can find us on Facebook at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at the GAWP Show. Follow us there. Find out when the newest episodes are up. Leave us questions. We'll be <laughs> live tweeting Ron Smackdown, talking about it sometimes. So just follow us there and get the, get the inside scoop on what's coming next. So once again, I'm Avenging Ben. I'm Homework Mike. And this has been our special guest. The Law, Ray Ramundo. Don't forget, follow the law and see you this weekend. <laughs> Thank you guys once again for listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. We will see you guys in the next one. Peace. <laughs> uh, ben, I think we have a problem here. <laughs> what? I think he's getting his memory back. Oh, shit, yeah. And we'll Fish talk. oil, kids. Fish oil. <laughs> we have to watch it Saturday. Every day.